You are listening to a podcast from Victory of the Bomb. God is a God of compassion. Know more about this truth in week one of our series, Who Cares? From this message by Pastor Sunny Waman. Pag pinag-uusapan natin yung, yung, yung who cares, or, you know, for these two weeks, ang, uh, this week we'll be tackling about he cares, and we will be talking about God. Pag-usapan natin ang Diyos caring for you and me, and that He doesn't change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Next week, pag-uusapan naman natin yung we care. Now, kung ang Diyos po ay nakikare sa mga nangangailangan, dapat ganun din po tayo. But of course, we apply wisdom on that. Okay? Na meron pong mga tao who are really gifted, who has the gift of mercy, na, and who has the gift of giving, na kapag ka nakakita sila ng mga nangangailangan, regardless kung may matira sa kanila, they always wanted to give. And ganun po ang ilan sa inyo. You know, pero, you know, minsan naman, yung iba, they feel condemned. They feel parang, um, uh, how should I say it? Parang, they feel they're not doing their job pagka hindi sila nakakatulong. Now, again, there's wisdom on that matter. Pero this morning, pag-usapan natin muna ngayon, is about God caring for His people. And our objective, at least uh, for this, uh, this two-week series, is that at the end of this series, Bawat isa po sa atin ay maudyukal. We will be motivated by the love of God or the love of Christ to reach out to the poor and needy in tangible and meaningful ways. Meron pong may isang sinabi si Santiago na ipakita natin ang ating pananampalataya sa pamagitan ng ating mga gawa. Again, wala siyang, hindi niya binabanggit ang tungkol sa kaligtasan sa pamamagitan ng mabuting gawa, kundi sinasabi rin ay pananampalataya na tumulong at maging pagpapala sa iba. So, we will not just love in words only, but also in deed. Okay? Now, bakit natin kailangan pag-usapan ito? Dahil sa panahon po natin ngayon, merong tinatawag na imbalance view pagdating sa aspeto ng pagtulong o pagkalinga sa mga mahihirap o sa mga nangangailangan. Hindi po kaila sa inyo na maging sa lumang tipan, ang Diyos po ay nagbigay ng ikangay ng, ng pagpapahalaga at nagbigay po siya ng provision sa mga nangangailangan, sa mga mahihirap, sa mga byuda, yung byudo, yung talagang byuda na wala nang, walang anak na kumakalinga sa kanila. You know? At uh, ang mga ito'y malapit po sa puso ng Panginoon. Kaya maging lumang tipan hanggang bagong tipan, nadadala po o dinala ng mga hudyo ang ganitong klaseng kaisipan. Now, sa atin na hindi tayo hudyo, misan maraming mga bagay naglalaro sa ating isipan, yung nga yung imbalance view. May mga nagsasabi na ang church ay dapat sagutin ang pagdating sa spiritual aspeto. Gaya ng pag-iibanghelyo, pagdidisipulo, you know, dapat church ang gumagawa niyan. Pero pagdating sa pagtulong sa mga may hirap, eh dapat dyan ang gobyerno natin, whether the national government, the local government, or even yung mga NGOs, sila ang dapat na gumagawa niyan. Now, hindi lamang yon, kundi even sa, sa loob ng, ng, ng Christian world, sa mga Kristiyano, hati din po or meron pong mga ilang churches na ang, ang kanilang kaisipan is, you know, pagdating sa spiritual things, yun lang ang trabaho nila. But when it comes, or they try to dichotomize, narinig nyo naman, narinig nyo naman yung katagang dichotomize? You know, parang kanilang pinaghiwalay, kanilang, kanilang biniyak, okay, at hindi pinagsama yung spiritual sa physical. Meaning again, ang kaisipan ng ibang mga churches, that the church will just answer for the spiritual things, the preaching and the teaching and the discipleship and the evangelization. But when it comes to helping the needy, then ibang usapan na yun. In fact, I know some churches na, you know, nung misang may lumapit sa kanila, ang, ang tugo nila, eh, wag ka sa amin lalapit, hindi kami DSWD. Well, 
um, sometimes parang mahirap mahirap maunawaan yon hindi ba dahil ingat nakahiwalay <laughs> and uh, you know um, modesty aside part of part of the values that we we have here sa ating movement is that we are socially responsible church now we're not just on the teaching and the preaching and the evangelization and the, more than just the discipleship, we also do our part pagdating po sa yung ating social responsibility. Sa katunayan, you know, I was just thinking, I was just thinking, not just victory, kundi yung mga local churches around us, pag nawala kaya ang local church, mararamdaman ng isang syudad. Yeah, yun ang magandang tanong. Dahil kung hindi mararamdaman ng isang syudad, pag nawala ang local church, then that means that local church is not doing its part socially. Are you still here? Okay. Now, why do we have to do that? Simply because, number one, is that God cares. And if God cares, then we also ought to care for the needy. So may I request every one of you to stand up, please? As we would read, babasa lang po tayong dalawang, dalawang talata. Talaga hubang kumakalinga ang Diyos ngayon. Does God really care? And, uh, you know, is the God of the Old Testament the same as the God of the New Testament? Yan mga ilang bagay. Pagdating po sa aspetang ito. So, let's just read <clears throat> all together Matthew chapter 9, verses 35 and 36. Sabay-sabay po tayo. Masahin natin malakas. Simulan po natin. Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and sickness. And when he saw the crowds... He had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Let's pray. Panginoon, salamat pong muli. Kami lumalapit sa inyong harapan, nagpapakumbaba, kinikilala na kailangan namin ang tulong ng Banalang Spirito upang aming maunawaan ang inyong salita. Ang dalangin ko, Diyos, na maging bukas ang puso at isipan ng bawat isa sa amin at makita namin kung sino ka at ano ang iyong ginagawa sa bawat isa sa amin. Dalangin ko rin po, Panginoon, na sa pamagitan ng iyong salita ay tumibay ang aming pananalig at paniniwala na ikaw ang Diyos na kumakalinga sa amin. Bang Espiritu, giyagisin niyo po ang aming mga uh, isipan at ang aming mga puso sa aspetong ito. Ito po ang aming dalangin sa pangalan ni Yesus. Amen. Mari na po tayong maupo. Nang mga panahong yaon, uh, ang Panginoong Isokristo po ay ikangay medyo sikat na siya, kilala na siya sa kanyang ministeryo, sa kanyang pagtuturo, pangangaral, lalong-lalo na pagdating sa mga himala na kanyang ginagawa. Isang bagay o isa sa mga bagay na hindi nakita ng mga Hudyo sa kanilang mga religious leaders. Okay? They have not seen what Jesus did dun sa, when, when compared sa kanilang mga religious leaders. And so, uh, from place to place, ang Panginoon po ay nagpupunta at uh, kanyang ipinapangaral, alam naman natin yung pinapangaral niya, ang salita ng Panginoon, pero higit sa pangangaral, meron pa siyang ginagawa. So gusto ko lamang, simple lang ang, ang mensahe ko ngayon sa inyo. Hatiin ko lang sa dalawa ang pag-uusapan natin. You know? Dahil may pinanggit ang Panginoon si Kristo sa talatang 36, sabi niya, ang tingin niya doon sa mga tao, kanyang nakita ang mga tao, eh, siya huwi nahabag. At ang tingin niya, sabi niya, ang katulad nila mga tupa na walang pastol. Then, alam naman po natin na ang Panginoon sa Kristo ang pastol ng ating mga kaluluwa. Tama? He is the shepherd of our soul. From the Old Testament to the New Testament, He would always claim that He is our shepherd. Even si Peter, he acknowledged Jesus as the chief 
shepherd. Dahil ang mga pastor, nakagaya ko, we are just under shepherd. Okay, so siya ang pinakapunong pastol. Ika nga. Kaya nga, dapat natin kayo maintindihan na sa tuwing ang Panginoong Jesucristo during His early ministry, lahat ng kanyang ginagawa are all intentional. Now, so dalawa lang bibiyakin natin. So we will be talking Jesus as the shepherd. And makikita natin sa istorya, sa dalawang talatang ito, dal dalawa lang naman ng talatang ito, bibigyan ko kayo ng sampung punto. Okay, ten points sa two verses. Okay ba yun? Parang, ay, dami. O sige, dalawa na lang. <laughs> Una, is that the shepherd's ministry. Ano bang ministeryo ng Panginoon si Kristo, specifically sa mga talatang ito? And it will be confirmed even as you read other parts of the gospel, makikita natin ano bang ministeryo ng Panginoon si Kristo. Nang sabi sa talatang 35, siya ho ay nagpunta sa iba't ibang mga lugar, different towns, in fact, all the towns and villages. Ano ministeryo niya? Teaching in their synagogues, preaching the good news of the kingdom, and Healing every disease. Sabi nyo nga, healing every disease. So, gayon binanggit ko kanina, sa tuwing may ginagawa si Jesus, lahat ng ito'y intentional. Walang nagkataon lang. Walang aksidente sa Panginoon. Sabi rito, siya nagpunta sa iba't ibang lugar, hindi para lang chikahin yung mga kaibigan niya ron. Hindi para mag-reunion dahil doon sa nakataan nilang uh, uh, graduation. Hindi ho. Every time he would go to certain places, he knew what he needs to do. Alam niya. And he is so focused with his ministry. And what are the ministries na ginagawa ng ating Panginoon? Teaching, preaching, and healing. Sabihin nga natin yun. Teaching, preaching, and healing. And I believe, as far as Jesus is concerned, teaching and preaching are basically easy. Tama ko ba? Iniwala ba kayo madali ang magturo at mangaral? Ilan sa inyo niniwalang madali ang magturo at mangaral? Brother Efren, samahan mo ko rito. <laughs> Now, kagabi, tinanong ko rin yun eh. Yeah, tinanong ko rin yung mga tao, sabi ko, ilan sa'yo naniniwalang madali ang magturo at mangaral? Nakatingin lang sila sa akin gano'n. Para bang pag nagtaas sila ng kamay, tatawagin ko rito at sila na ang pagpipreaching ko. Now, tingin nyo, bakit? Para sa atin, bakit mahirap ang magturo at mangaral? Bakit? Come on, bigyan nyo ako isang... What's that? Ha? Baka marami magtanong. Hindi mo alam anong nasusulat at papabasa. May punto ka ron. Ano pa? Ano pa? Bakit sa tingin nyo parang mahirap ang magturo at mangaral? Kung? Kung hindi mo tungkulin. Calling. Okay, kundi... Um, may, may punto, may punto rin. Pero kung tutusin, ang sabi, naalala nyo yung Great Commission? Di ba? Sabi, go into the world and make disciples of all nations Ano sabi? Teaching them all things. So in short, kung tutusin, lahat tayo tinawag para magturo. Although yung iba, magaling magtuturo. You, 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 the both of you three. Pero kagabi, medyo na, na, nagka-interest lang ako doon sa sagot ng isang uh, kapatid ng kagabi. Nung tinanong ko, uh, sabi ko, bakit mahirap sa palagay mo ang magturo at mangarap? Sabi niya, eh kasi pastor, pagka hindi mo naranasan. Tama nga naman, di ba? Mahirap magturo ng isang bagay na hindi mo naranasan. Tama ba? Okay. Pero tanong ko sa inyo, ilanong sa inyo may naranasan kayo magandang bagay sa Diyos? Then, pwede ka magturo. Tignan mo yung katabi mo sabi, pwede ka pala. Ano, kaya ayoko nagtatataas ng kamay eh. <laughs> But getting aside, well, 
well, lalo na, if you have the gift of talking like me, Alam niyo yung ang problema natin, kailan tayo titigil? <laughs> In a way, madali ang magturo at saka mangaral. Hindi ba? Y- yun naman naman Pinoy, hindi ba? Madalas ang Pinoy, sabi lang, mahihain. Well, actually, mahirap lang sa atin magsimula. Pero pag nagsimula tayo yung problema natin, paano tapusin? <laughs> no, but again, going back dito, you know, teaching, for me, teaching and preaching, as far as this is concerned, it, it's so easy. Pero sa bagay, and this is what really amazes me, and this is how, ad- how I admire Jesus, Si Jesus, he did not separate the spiritual from the physical. Nagtuturo siya, nangangaral siya, pero kanyang pinatototohanan ang kanyang pagtuturo at pangangaral. Sa katunayan, kung naalala nyo, sa Mark chapter 16, di ba? Ang sabi ron, and this sign shall follow them that believe. That lahat ng sinabi, in my name, they will do this, they will do this and do that. Ibig sabihin, sabi niya, every preaching of the word will be confirmed with signs and wonders following. Pero sa totoo lang, marami sa atin, takot tayo doon sa signs and wonders. Tama? Madalas ang nangyayari, sabi nga nila, sa magkasawa lang. You know? The wife will sign and the husband will wonder, ang laki ng binabayaran niya. <laughs> Pero, kaya nga sabi ko, kumpara doon sa dalawang yun, the spiritual and the physical, it is, it is easier to do the, the spiritual thing, which is the teaching and the preaching. But on the physical side, doon may struggle marami. But going back dito kay Jesus, since we wanted to focus on Jesus, uh, He did not separate yung spiritual sa physical. Aside sa kanyang pangaral na pagtuturo, kanyang, again, pinapakita ang kapangyarihan ng kaharian ng Diyos sa pamagitan ng pagtulong niya at pag-abot doon sa mga nangangailangan. Nagpapagaling siya, gaya ng binasa natin dito, binubuksan niya ang mata ng mga bulag, you know, binubuk- nakakapagsalita ang mga pipi, you know, nakakapaglakad ang mga pila, and so on and so forth. Most special when it comes to the needy, like the widows and the, the poor, you know, malapit lagi ito, ang mga ito sa puso ng Panginoon. Ngayon, anong gusto ko sabihin dito? Maganda ang maging spiritual. Maganda ang magturo. Maganda ang mangaral ng salita ng Diyos. Pero ilan sa inyo naniniwala Sa inyong pagtuturo at pangangaral, kapag ang tao ay gutom na, hindi interesado sa sinasabi nyo. Parang ngayon. Iba sa inyong tingin sa akin, hotdog. Jumbo hotdog. <laughs> but again, kidding aside, hindi ba? Hindi ba? I mean, I've been a pastor for more than 20 years, and I have experiences pagdating sa krusada, whether big or small, and ang mga tao, usually, di ba, uh, lalo during the 80s and the 90s, Pagka nagkukrusada yan, di ba? Uh, usually, or sabihin na natin, yung local setting, local church, okay? May krusada, local church. mag invite yan. Sabihin nila, uh, magpapakain, yung feeding. May feeding program, so to speak, and, and, and so on. You know, pero bago pakainin, di ba? Mangangaral muna yan. Na talagang yung mga nakakaanasan, gano'n na parang, alam mo yung patirik na na, uh, amen, you know? Sa totoo lang, Many of those people are not interested with what the preacher is saying. Why? Kumakalam na, yun chan. Parang nagiging bait, pain lang, yung pakain, para makapangaral. Naunawaan niyo po ba? Now, nakita ko sa Panginoon sa Kristo, hindi, hindi niya pain yung pagpapagaling, hindi niya pain. You know, let's admit the fact, may mga tao na talagang ang habo lang sa Diyos, ang mga Himala. O mapanagpo ang kanilang mga personal pangalan. Normal sa tao yun. Instinct ng tao yun. We are all creatures of needs. 
lahat tayo may pangangailangan dito. Tama ko ba? Pero nakikita ko rin na hindi magandang maging pain ang pagtulong para makinig lang. Kailangan makita natin ito ng balance. Yun ang gusto kong sabihin. Hindi ko sinasabing maling ginagawa na. Ang sinasabi, dapat natin makita ng balance. Dapat ito'y magkasama. Ang spiritual at ang physical dapat magkasama na ginagawa. Naintindihan niyo po? Now, alam niyo ang pagtulong din o yung physical aspeto. Pagtulong sa mahirap, pagpapakain, pagpapagaling. Maganda rin po ang lahat ng ito. Kailangan ang problema kung puro yun at walang spiritual, ang tendency ng taong tinutulungan mo, sa'yo magtiwala, hindi sa Diyos. Tama ko ba? Kaya nga tayo may kasabihan. Huwag mo lang sila bigyan ng isda, turuan mo silang mga isda. Bakit? Kasi sa'yo na sa'yo, aasa yun. Di ba? Again, typical yun sa tao. Parang tayo eh. Whether we like it or not. Many, may, may mga times that we fall on that same mistake. Di ba? Pag may nag-bless sa'yo, ang tendency sa susunod pong makita yun, abang lingkod ka. Di ba? Like, oh, puto na ko na ito. <laughs> you know, minsan namamali na yung motibo natin. Ako lang pala kasi kayo mababait kayo. Ako namamali yung motibo ko eh. Oo. Oh, oh. Kaya nga ako, doon ako ingit na ingit sa inyo. Kasi kayo, kay Lord lang talaga kayo nakatingin. Hindi po ba? Ah, hindi rin? Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Ang mga katotohanan spiritual, no? spiritual truth should always be accompanied by good works. Now, I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about being saved by good works. But if we say, di ba, sabi ni Santiago, if you say that you have faith and do not prove it by your works, then your faith is in vain. Okay? So, lalo tayo mga Kristiyano, ang ating pananampalataya should be active. And so, spiritual things should be accompanied by good works. And the physical side, which is the helping side, should draw the people to the gospel. Naintindihan niyo po? Okay. So, yun yung bagay na dapat natin maintindihan. Because any good work apart from the gospel is basic human, you know, humanism lang ang tawag doon. Humanism lang ang tawag. Now, uh, marami tayong mga kababayang mahihirap na hindi nag-akala. Well, hoping, yun maganda, hoping that somehow, somewhere, sometime, eh, may ibsan din sila ng kanilang mga, sa kanilang paghihirap. Pero maganda na ito is this. Again, the spiritual and the physical side should always come together. Ngayon, ang gusto ko ipunto is that regardless of what we're going through right now, God cares for you. Kahit madalas feeling mo nag-iisa ka, no, you're not. God cares for you. He's always there. Alam niyo ba, every time we're hurt, God is also hurt. And that's the reason why Jesus did everything on the cross so that we can have victory in this life. Why? Because He cares. God cares for you. So now that we have seen yung ministry ng shepherd, the next thing is that what motivates the shepherd to do those ministry? Ano po ba ang, ang nag-uudyok sa ating dakilang pastol para gawin ang kanyang ministeryo? Okay? Now, ang sabi po sa talatang 36, when he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. When Jesus saw what? The crowds. He saw something more than just the crowd. He saw something more than just the needing and the hurting crowds. Something in the inside of him is pushing him not just to look at them at maawa. 
and it is called compassion. He had compassion with them because of their situation. Now, sa panahon natin ngayon, pag isinali mong katagang compassion, sa Tagalog, habag, parang walang masyadong dating. Di ba? Parang pagka narig mo yung habag, parang, eh, hinangin lang yan sa chan niya. Ha? Kaba? Ah, hindi, iba-iba. Iba yun, iba. Hindi yun yun. Di ba? Pagka sinabi mong, nahahabag ako sa'yo, parang, parang, parang wala lang. Now, ito ang interesting. Ito na-discovery kong interesting. Actually, the word compassion, okay? Itong, itong salitang compassion na ito, eh, ipinatungko lang ito kay God. The Greek word that has been used, in fact, eh, eh, gusto kong ano eh, the four gospel, synoptic gospel writers, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, they, cannot, they have not found the right word for compassion in the classic Greek not even in the Septuagint. Ibig sabihin, from the Hebrew translation directly to the Greek translation, wala silang makitang specific na salita na aangkop sa layunin na gusto nilang sabihin. Naunawa niyo po ba? So what they did, itong apat na writer na ito, si Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, they coined the term compassion, which means it comes from the word na yung compassion na yun, na hindi lang nahabag, hindi lang naawa, but Jesus felt something in the inside of him. Um, siguro mas makaka-relate dito yung mga nanay. You know? Nalala nyo nung kayo ay mga nganak. Pagka kayo nagtatravail. Diba? You, you felt something in the inside of you na gustong lumabas. Well, yung iba, may, may ganun din. Minsan, you know. Uh, <laughs> kailang sa iba lumalabas. <laughs> but, but kidding aside, yun yung, I, I don't know, hindi uh, ko maintindihan kung naintindihan nyo ako eh. <laughs> Pero, alam nyo, naranasan nyo na ba yung minsang yung parang may humahalo kay sa'yo. Na, you know, na mayroong nangyayari in the inside of you, hindi mo lang maintindihan. In fact, to some, maybe, some of our intercessors have, have experienced this, yung travailing in the spirit. That when you pray for somebody, you, you feel something like, you know, parang may humahalo kay sa'yo. And the word na ginamit doon, is ipinatungkol lang sa Diyos. Wala nang ibang, in fact, yung katagang compassion, yung compassion, yung Greek word na ginamit dito sa four gospel, doon nyo lang makikita. Hindi nyo na makikita sa ibang bagay kahit sa sulat ni Paul. Hindi nyo na makikita. So talagang itong klaseng compassion na ito, ay nanggagaling sa Diyos. Yun ang gusto ko ipunto rito. And so, um, pag literal, ang ibig sabihin lang neto is just to feel deep sympathy. Now, I love this. You know, it is, it means yung expressive of the deepest emotion. Alam mo yung habag na habag ka na halos naluluha ka na sa sobrang habag mo. Now, I'm not talking about awa. Maraming tao maawain. Okay? Tama? Kawawa ka naman. You know. Pero hanggang ganun lang. Kawawa ka naman. Wala na. Wala. In fact, naniniwala din ako, maraming tao may sympathy. Di ba? Pagka may namatay sa Facebook, our deepest sympathy. Come on. But my question is, do we really understand when we say our deepest sympathy? What does it mean? Does it, do we really mean it? Our deepest sympathy? Pag sinabing, oh, yeah, tama, nagiging expression na lang eh. And tayo mga Pinoy, guilty tayo dyan maraming beses. We don't really mean what we say simply because we don't understand what we're saying. Kasi nakita lang, oh, deepest sympathy. Ay, maganda tong, ay, deepest. 
Tignan mo yung katabi mo. Sabi mo, buti lang, di ka ganun. <laughs> Now, ito, ito yung maganda eh. Yung, yung to feel deep sympathy, ibig sabihin nito, it is literally a feeling with and for others. Meaning, nararamdaman mo yung nararamdaman nila. Dala rin sabi ni Jesus, you weep with those who weep and you rejoice with those who rejoice. Di ba? Napag sila, nakaramdam ng kapitid yan, nararamdaman mo. Ramdam mo, feel mo sila. And you can never just have that for the sake of having it. It comes from the, our innermost being. Yun yung sinasabi rito. It is a fundamental and distinctive quality of the biblical concept of God. Kaya nga, if there's one, one phrase or sentence that would really uh, portray the whole, the, the whole character of God when it comes sa kanyang tingin sa atin, ito yun, that He is a compassionate God. Now, I've heard some preacher says that the God of the Old Testament is different from the God of the New Testament. Sabi nga, ang Diyos daw ng lumang tipan, malupit, judgmental. Because nakita nila, in the Old Testament, di ba, pag ang tao nagkasala sa Diyos, patay ka agad. Pag tagsinungaling, patay. Naalala nyo yun? Naalala nyo yun, nagrebelde yung grupo ni Korah kay Moses? Anong ginawa ng Diyos? Simply, pinabukay yung lupa, kinain ang lupa. Ganun lang. Naalala nyo, Sodom at Gomorrah? Anong ginawa ng Diyos? Pinaulanan, hindi ng apoy, asupre. Ganun lang, kasimple. And so they have judged God na malupit na Diyos. And they say that God only becomes compassionate in the New Testament because of Jesus. Now, let me submit to you. The Bible says God does not change. The Bible says He's the same yesterday and forever. If the God of the New Testament is compassionate, believe me, the God of the Old Testament is also compassionate. Why did I say that? Let me just prove to you. Kung hindi compassionate ang Diyos nung lumang tipan, kay Eba't Adam pa lang, yari na silang dalawa. Kung ako ang Diyos, buti lang hindi ako ang Diyos eh. Kung ako ang Diyos, ah. hmm? Now, puna nyo, tingnan nyo yung, yung compassion ng Diyos, ha? Kay Eba't Adam. Remember nyo, nagkasala sila? Ano sabi nyo, they discovered they were naked and so what they did was that they sow fig leaves. Alam nyo, fig leaves, maliliit lang na dahon yun. Hindi ko lang paano sila nagtakip. O paano nila tinakpan. Pero ang punto ko ito, sabi ni Jesus, hindi sapat yan. You know what God did because of His compassion? He killed an animal. Took off the skin and covered their shame. Isn't that a sign of compassion? Now, when they were driven out of the garden, anong ginawa ng Diyos? Naglagay siya ng anghel. O, kita mo, pastor, tagang ang lupit ng Diyos. Kita mo, ayaw magpapasok. Ha? Ano yan? No ID, no entry. <laughs> Now, listen. Kaya naglagay ng anghel ang Diyos doon is because of His compassion. Dahil kung walang anghel doon magbabantay nung nagkasala si Eba Tadad at pumasok sa hardin at kinain yung bunga ng buhay, malamang ngayon katabi mo si Eba Tadad. Makita mo may akasya na yan sa likuran. At sasabihin ni Adan, Pastor, tama ka. Kung alam ko lang. Na- Naintindan niyo ba? And let me just again say this. The rules and regulations, the laws, that God has placed in our midst, this is not just to restrict us. This is to protect us. Why? Because He's compassionate of us. Amen. That is God's love. 
He wanted to protect us. Kaya naglagay siya ng ganun. That's why He wanted us to go move within those boundaries. And that is a sign of God's compassion. Remember the Israelites when they sin against God? Ilang beses sabi ni, sabi ni, sabi ni Lord kay Moses, Moses, tumabi ka. Ubusin ko yung mga sabi, Lord, wag po. Mahabag po kay, You know, and God would relent. Now, isn't He compassionate? Yes, He is. Now, kaya lang yung iba pumapalag doon, simply because, by nature, ang tao, ayaw nilang may pumipigil sa kanila. We all wanted to do what we wanted to do. That's the nature of man. Now, again, yung sympathy dito, you know, when he saw the crowd, now, so clear ba sa inyo that the God of the Old Testament and the New Testament is both a compassionate God? So may tatlong kumbinsido sa inyo, yung iba sa inyo, hindi, talaga mali pinyo. Okay, sige, trip niyo na. Walang basa ganang trip. When he saw the crowd, he was bothered. See, Jesus, he was bothered. He saw something else. He saw more than just men and women and children. He saw the hurting humanity. Kita niyo yung kapigatian, yung sakit na nararamdaman, yung dinadaanan ng mga tao. And he was moved by compassion. In fact, when he saw the crowd, hindi siya nagbaliwala. Hindi siya tumingin sa iba na lang. At ibaling yung kanyang atensyon sa iba. No. He ministered to them. And that's what I'd like to submit to you this morning. God knows what you're going through right now. You may feel that you're alone. You may feel that nobody cares. But God cares. God cares. Alam ng Diyos, ang bawat sakit, hinanakit, kapaitan, kapigatian, name it. Alam niya, ramdam niya yon, man. In fact, nasasaktan siya pag nasasaktan tayo. Dahil alam niya yun ang dahilan kung bakit si Jesus pinadala niya para mamatay sa krus. Para at least man lang maibsan tayo ng mga nas, yung mga sakit na nararamdaman natin. Maraming beses, you know, lagi ko sinasabi, feeling natin, nag-iisa tayo, nilaglag tayo ni Lord. We're abandoned by God. Because we feel like nobody helps us. We feel like, you know, we are just being set aside. But again, let me just tell you, God cares for you so much. And if we can only see in the Spirit, listen to this, if we can only see in the Spirit, God has already provided everything we need para makaalis tayo sa sitwasyon na And probably some of you are asking, if God really cares and if God loves me, then, you know, bakit hindi na lang siya gumawa ng dapat niyang gawin? Ba't hindi niya lang iligtas lahat ng tao? Born na ganun niya lang. In a snap of a finger. Bakit hindi na lang niya baguhin lahat? Have you ever heard that, that, that statement? Na? na kung si Lord mapagmahal, kung si Lord mapagkalinga, bakit maraming makasalanan? Bakit maraming may sakit? Bakit maraming may hirap? Eh di sana, you know, gawin na lang, gano'n lang. Wala lang mahirap. Ching! Bakit? Bakit? Ilan sa inyo nag-isip na ng gano'n o nagtanong na kayo ng gano'n? Na naging tanong yun, if God really cares and if He is a loving God, then why would He allow certain things, yung mga gano'ng bagay? Bakit hindi na lang siya? Gawa na siya na himala. Have you ever asked that? Or have you ever experienced somebody ask you about that? Ilan sa inyo natanong na ng gano'n? Ilan? Come on, let me see. Para alam ko lang yung sinasabi ko. Okay. 
Ano sinagot nyo nung tinanong kayo? Nagsishare kayo, alam mo si Lord, love na love ka. Eh, kung talagang love ako ni Lord, eh, bakit ganito ang nangyayari sa buhay ko? Yun lang, mga ganon. Ano sinagot nyo? Ay, lahat may dahilan. Tama yung sagot. Pero sa taong nasasaktan, hindi niya tatanggapin yun. Eh, ang dahilan niya para saktan ako? Alam mo yun? May nagtanong din sa akin yan, ito sagot ko. Kasi anong niya, kung talaga mapagmahalan Diyos, bakit nga may mga gagpa? Ba't may nasasaktan? Ba't may makasalanan? Ba't may mahirap? Ba't mayroong mayroon? Tanong ko sa kanya ganito, marami ka ba nakikita mahabang buhok? Sabi niya, anong kinalaman mga mahabang buhok? Sabi ko, simple. Bakit hindi na lang sila gupitan ng mga barbero? Sabi ko, pastor, common sense. Ba't sila gugupitan? Eh, hindi naman sila pumupunta sa barbero. Same answer. Ba't hindi nagbabago yung sitwasyon nila? Dahil hindi sila pumupunta doon sa barbero. Gustuhin ba ng barberong gupitan lahat ng mahaba ang buhok? At yung ginupit na buhok, ilagay doon sa nangangailangan ng buhok. Kung hindi lalapit, yung mahabang buhok na yun, at kung di niya iniisip na kailangan niya magpagupit, hindi lalapit ang barbero sa kanya. Ang Diyos ay lagi na riyan. Nagaantay lang na lumapit tayo. Alam niya ang dinadaanan mo. Pero ang Diyos natin, hindi pa kailan meron. Hindi ho yan na, ah, alika, gupitan kita kung ayaw mo. Alika. He would always respect your decision. And that is what I love about God. And that is a proof of His compassion. You know why? Because sa ganang atin, man, dapat, we should be destroyed sa ating pagre-rebelde sa Diyos. But He did not. Why? Because He's compassionate. He cares for you. And that care, inaantay lang tayo ni Lord na lumapit. Huwag natin baliwalain yung mga salita ng Diyos na narinig natin noon. It will always play back sa life natin. Now, again, punto is this eh. We need to understand and believe that God cares. We may not fully understand everything that's taking place in life natin. Still, He cares. Hindi nagbabago yun. Whether, even if we don't believe that He cares, it's still the same. He cares. Even if, galit na tayo sa Diyos, He still cares. And madalas lang, He's doing a lot of things sa life natin, hindi lang natin napapansin. Because we become bitter in life. We become angry with our lives, with our situations, sometimes even with God. But we don't have to. Why? Because He cares. He's always motivated with that compassion. Not just love, not just pity, but, but compassion. Y- yun yung nag-uudyok sa Kanya. And so if there's one thing gusto kong iwi ninyo ngayong araw na ito, medyo mapagbulay-bulayan. That you can never really separate the spiritual from the physical. And because God cares, He will meet both the spiritual and the physical needs of the poor. And when I say poor, not just poor literally, but probably even poor in the spirit, in any area of our lives. Are you still here with me? And whether we like it or not, lahat po tayo, we are all recipients of God's compassion. Especially when He sent Jesus. I mean, kung ako si Lord, why do I have to take the form of man and die for man? 
It's because of His compassion. Because He loves us so much. Because He doesn't want you and me na mapariwara lang sa buhay nito. Kaya lahat tayo recipient nito. Jesus cares for you and me. And that will never change. Kaya nga, going back to sa kanina kong sinasabing barbero, what really Jesus waiting is for you and me to just come to Him. In fact, He already invited us. He said, come to me. All you who are weary and burdened, who are pressured, who no longer knew what to do. Halika. Sabi ni Jesus, halika. Huwag ka lumayo. Halika. Huwag ka na sa iba lumapit. Sa akin ka na lumapit. He said, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and humble in heart. And you will find rest for your souls. And how many of you would agree with me, mas nakakapagod ang mag-isip kesa gumawa? Tama po ba? And with this verse, let me also say this. One thing I'm, I really admire about God is that we can, have, we can rest in peace even if we're alive. Hello? Hindi mo kailangan mamatay muna. Tapos lalagay lang doon kung ano kinamatay mo. Na, narip ka. I mean, even if we're alive, we can enjoy life. We can have that peace which passes all understanding. Only, only because we believe He cares and only because we come to Him. And right now, this morning, that is His invitation. For you and me to just come to Him if we are weary, pagod na tayo, nanghihina na, nalulupaypay, nabibigatan. At ang pangako niya, bibigyan kita ng kapahingahan. Sabi niya, For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. God cares. Jesus cares. He cares. In every aspect of our lives, He wanted to have part only if you will allow Him. We hope you were inspired by that message. For more podcasts, download the Victory Alabang app for Apple or Android devices. And for updates, do join us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you and stay connected.